2019 brings us the 116th Congress. It also brings us today's number of eight, as in just 8% of the Republicans in the House are going to be women. The number of Republican women in the Senate, not much better at just 13%. In the latest election, just one, one of the 35 newly elected female House members was Republican Carol Miller of West Virginia. Over in the Senate, the news was a bit better with three of five new female senators being Republican in Marsha Blackburn, Cindy Hyde-Smith, and Martha McSally. Thank you to John Kyle. The numbers suggest there's a great imbalance, but just how bad has it been historically? Of the women elected to the House since 1990, 73% are Democrats. The Senate, that number is 69% in favor of the Dems. But history overall suggests this imbalance wasn't always the case. Following the 19th Amendment's passage in the 1920s, the vast majority of newly elected women were Republican, and as time has gone on, the numbers of women from either party stayed pretty even. That changed in the 1970s with a new wave of postmodernism and identity politics working within the Democratic Party. Of course, just electing women simply because of their gender, not what I'm suggesting at all. The merits, that's what matters most. Speaking of which, there is plenty of room to question the conservative bona fides of the newly elected Republican women. After all, McSally and Hyde-Smith come in with grades of F from Conservative Review. Blackburn is the best of the bunch and she's only got a grade of C. Will 2019 be about the Republican Party finding those female candidates that articulate a message of freedom and free markets? Imagine contrasting that message up against radical feminist candidates across the country. But when was the last time the GOP did the smart thing? This has been By the Numbers. I'm Andrew Coppins. You can follow me on Twitter at The Coppins Show.